this is Kurt. And this is Jen. And this is Kurt and Jen Make a Podcast. And this week we're talking about our listener Dirk's pick, Franz Ferdinand. Oh, it's Franz, not Franz? I think you can say it either way. I, I can't. But I think it's Franz. Franz okay. Ferdinand, yeah. Okay. Which I, is the correct pronunciation of Franz. But sure, for, you know, the... Uh, the Archduke, I believe, is pronounced Franz. But, uh, you know, if you're in in Scotland, for instance, they you might say Franz. Okay. Well, you know, Scottish <laughs> listeners, write right in. Let us yeah. know which one of us is correct. I assume it's Jen, because I usually am. <laughs> I'm not making a stand. I'm asking a question. I feel like you are making a stand here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, so... So Franz, I, I guess I'm used to saying Franz, but uh, well, then Franz, say Franz. It's fine. No, I, I, I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Franz Ferdinand, uh, I am not a, a huge fan of theirs. I ha- I didn't know a lot of their music coming into this, but uh, I I really dig a lot of their stuff. They're yeah. they're pretty cool. They are um, an amazing band, I think personally. So the the one song that I did know of theirs and actually had in a number of playlists was the song "Take Me Out." Oh, it's such a good song. Which I assume is their biggest hit. Would you say that that's probably um, correct? Yeah, I think that that is probably their biggest hit internationally. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I was doing a little bit of research, and while I find nothing funny about that song, I like it a lot, and do you know what the song is about? No, I don't know what the song is about. That doesn't make me love it less, but please tell me what it's about. No, no, this is, I think this is a fantastic uh, thing to write a song about, Mm -hmm. and I am so impressed with it. I think it's very cool. It is, and and so so someone on the internet said that, uh, uh, that Alex... Uh, said this, so it's a secondhand citation, so I think it's correct, but um, that this is about, you know, when Franz Ferdinand was shot, you know, when he was assassinated, both he and his wife were assassinated, and uh, one of them was assassinated first, and this song is written from the perspective of the other person who died second, just saying, okay, my, my spouse has left me, just take me out. Yeah, I have Aww. nothing left to live for. I mean, that's beautiful and sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Now, it, to, to just lighten the moment, though, have you seen the video for Take Me Out? I think I have, yes. So this features, um, like, very old book diagrams um, and pugilists and steampunk. So I don't know how the, any of that isn't funny. <laughs> oh, is this one where they they were showing the different uh, like rock poses, figure one, figure two, or is that a different video that I'm thinking of? Different rock poses. Yeah, they were like all four of them had guitars on, and then they would have. They, it was kind of a stop motion thing where they would like they would you know have these different like rock poses where they're holding a guitar a certain way, and they, they would say figure one oh, and figure two. Yes, you were thinking of. In the matinee, dark oh. of, in the dark of the matinee. Oh, okay, my mistake. Uh, yes. Yeah, but I, I've seen both of them, and they kind of they kind of blended together a little bit for me. But <gasps> how dare you? These are pugilists <laughs> that I'm talking about. I, I do know that one, and they had uh, and they had the the two different figures, which one of them was labeled art, the other one was labeled uh, anti art or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
which so I'm not sure what that means. It doesn't matter. It's funny. It's I, nonsensical and hilarious. Okay. I, I won't yeah. disagree with that. I, right. And I do like the idea of, they're a very arty band, which I didn't I didn't really appreciate until I saw a lot of their videos. Yeah. Their, they, their songs are kind of cool, cool rock songs, but they're very arty. And I am shocked that you haven't already brought up the Wikipedia article, which lists them as an art rock band. Oh, okay. Well, all right. So I, I, there's two different <laughs> directions I want to go here. One was, uh, but yeah, let's go to the Wikipedia since we usually talk about them Why up not? front. Um, the, so did, you saw all of the, the different uh, genres? did indeed. Yeah. And so I, I was not expecting... Like I said, you know, without seeing the videos or without seeing them in concert, I didn't really get the art rock vibe. But that it's, they're definitely a very strong art rock vibe, and mm-hmm. all of their videos are very cool to watch. Some of them are funny, um, but they're all very visually interesting, and they I are. really enjoy them. Um, dance rock, <laughs> yes, and dance punk. I love it. I can okay. dance to all of these songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, no, I, no, no, no. You, you have a question mark at the end of your yeah. It's a yeah, exclamation well, point. All I'm saying is Jen being able to dance to it does not make it a, a dance song. You uh-uh. could dance to any song. I could, but... Yes, there you go. I so that, that I think that anyone can dance to Franz Ferdinand. Okay. I think they can. I'll, I'll get behind that. They've, they've got cool beat to it. So, you feel... Yeah. I don't feel like you're being as emphatic as you ought to be, but it's okay. I'll let it slide. <laughs> hey, hey so should we? Just a second. There's, so the other one uh, that I found interesting was the post-punk revival. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not, so I wasn't really, do, do you know what that term means? Post-punk revival? And uh, are you? Well, I imagine that um, we're thinking of like punk as the first wave of punk is like being in the seventies and eighties. And then the like, kind of like punk rock being like more like 90s and then now we're in the post-punk stage of our life so so it's actually the post-punk is considered like i I think uh, very similar to the new wave like uh i you know and, and going off of wikipedia again like a lot of the uh you know silly list like Susie and the banshees public image limited um talking heads uh, Devo. So a lot of bands that I, you, people have often labeled like new wave. And so, so this is like a re- revival of that post-punk era. Okay. I can get behind that. Yeah. So it seems I, right. Wikipedia. Who am I to fight Wikipedia? Yeah. I d- and it was not a term that I was uh, especially familiar with, but I kind of get it. And yeah. I can, I can see that they've, you know, and, and post-punk is considered, you know, a little more um, musically complex and which I can totally get, uh, but still, uh, you know, the drum bass, two guitars still has that kind of punk, you know, uh, basis to it. So anyway, cool music. Yeah. Do we want to play a little bit of Take Me Out since we've now talked about it for like seven minutes? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Let's t- let's play a little Take Me Out.
you can't tell me that that song does not make you want to dance. Yeah, yeah, no, it does, and and it's, it, but it does have like some different. Um, it, it has got some uh, tempo changes in it, which is not which very makes your dance dancing songs. more interesting. <laughs> you can change the tempo of a dance during a dance, Kurt. I don't know if you knew, but not very often, though. No, right? but you can, and it's fun. No, I it's get it. more fun. I would argue <laughs> to change it up a little bit. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But do you agree that most dance songs gets into a groove and then, you know, stays in that pocket the whole time? I don't think you have a lot of dance experience is what I'm saying here. Oh, you are you are right. <laughs> so you are absolutely no, right. I 100% disagree with what you're saying. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I don't often 100% disagree, but this is a 100% disagree situation. Are you saying you disagree with the fact that most songs yes. that are labeled dance songs don't change tempo? Yeah. Are you disagreeing? Oh. I'm disagreeing. Oh, you're wrong. <laughs> oh, I don't. I mm-mm, nope. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll take this. Discussion I think offline. what you're thinking of is older dancing and not modern dance. I think oh. that's what you're thinking of. Oh, oh, so give me an example of what you're talking about then. Uh, so I was in a dance team um, in high school, and we had <laughs> shut no, up, no, no. shut up. <laughs> okay, that's it. We're done with that segment. <laughs> Moving right along. No, no, no. Keep going. Nope. I'm sorry. Nope, I am not here for the jokes <laughs> at my expense. It's not what I'm here for today. I am here to talk about a wonderful band, and so I'm going to talk to you a little bit more um, about one another crazy video that they did called feel the love go. And this one, the video reminded me, I like, if you didn't put the, the guys from Franz Ferdinand in and you just slapped in the talking heads folks, I would 100% think that this was a talking heads video. Like the only thing that gives it away is that it's Alex and not David. Um, like I don't understand He's a televangelist. He's got a bolo tie. There are like faith healings that are happening during this video. And it is hilarious. It is hilarious. That's all I'm saying. All right. Did you get a chance to watch this video, Kurt? No, I didn't. I didn't see any. What was the the name of the song again? Feel the Love Go. Uh, No, I haven't. Oh, my gosh. Kurt, we may have to stop this podcast and let you watch it and then come back to this okay let's do that well kurt how did you enjoy that video i enjoyed it very much and oh you my are God. very right that it had a talking heads vibe uh, i think one of the big things for me was that he wore a suit with the bolo tie that looked yeah. very much like what david byrne wore for uh, in the movie true stories yeah. yeah yeah so i think that was an intentional nod it probably was. I mean, there's such like an art vibe to him. Yeah, yeah. Um, what I loved most was the creepy ass bird. What was that bird that he was holding? It was so creepy and wonderful. And I just loved it. I also really enjoyed his poorly executed eyeshadow. <laughs> which I also think was intentional. So was that was eyeshadow choice. or was that makeup to make him look like he was lacking sleep no that was eyeshadow oh, okay because if it was to lack sleep it would be under the eyes not on oh, top I, of the eyes oh i thought he had okay okay very yeah. good yeah yeah yeah. 
Should we play a little bit of that song? Oh, thank you so much for asking. I would love to. I just really love that because he just says the same thing over and over again, just very slightly differently each time. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> are you are you saying you're welcome on behalf of Alex and Franz Ferdinand? Or? Yes, that is that's okay. right. Very good. That's what I thought, obviously. Couldn't, couldn't let a thank you just hang out there. No, no, no. <sighs> Such a good, I'm sorry. I'm just coming down off of that. It was so good. Um, all right. So another song that I absolutely love the video of, and I think this is one that is also on your list and I'm not sure if it's because of the video, but it is, do you want to? Yes, this is an excellent video and a very funny song. Uh, I think that it's, it's funny right from the start. Oh, when I woke up tonight, I said, I gotta make somebody love me. I'm gonna make somebody love me. So this is a video that very much is in sync with the the lyrics of the song. It's not like oh a separate. Oh my god, it's so wonderful because they start off as like that young Beatles esque looking band, so adorable in their matching clothes. And they so they got this really arrogant attitude about uh, how lucky that you know that he's going to make this woman love him. And I guess person, I, I don't know for, well, in the video, it looks like a woman, but, uh, <laughs> but it, he's very arrogant and he's, and then in the video, the four of them are just these arrogant jerks, like just going on through a, uh, a like an art show. And it's just very much, you know, the same vibe of the song in the video, which I really enjoy. I would very- like to point out that one of the art exhibitions is just names of different um, cartoon villains, which first of all, I love because they list like Skeletor um, and Dick Dastardly and my favorite Count Ducula, which then, <laughs> right, Count Ducula is the best. If you don't know who Count Ducula is, I will link it in the show notes. Um, he is a vegetarian vampire duck and he is the greatest Couching character of all time. Um, is he, to, is he, but isn't he the protagonist of that story? He's the protagonist in his show, but he started off as the antagonist in um, Danger Mouse. Okay, thank you. Yes, so he got a spinoff. It's okay. You're not as well versed in the British cartoons as I am. Um, it's okay. It's fine. We're gonna we're gonna like you know we're give gonna give you a pass. Thank you. Give you a pass for being an American. Um, all right. So what they do to Count Ducula's name though is they pull the O down, and then it spells something else. The O. Is yeah, they a... pull the O off of the count 
like oh, C-O-U-N-T. Okay. So you are left with, yes. see you next Tuesday. <laughs> I was like, there's no O in Duckula. What are you talking about? <laughs> in, he's a count. He has a title. He has a title. He has land. It's important to note in the hierarchy of vampire ductum. He's <laughs> not, not an archduke. He's not. A, no. He's a very specific nobleman. It's a very specific <laughs> Very yeah. specific. And like the other art installations in that video looked like real art installations, right? It yeah. wasn't, and yeah. um, like uh, one of them had like a magnifying glass that, you know, you'd magnify like particular words and, uh, you know, it's, which said, do you want to, which were part, you know, in sync with the lyrics. and So good. Um, so one thing I noticed about art bands is that, they're able to include scantily clad, beautiful women and not make it seem gratuitous. Well, because it's not. Like, it's it's artistic. Okay. So so they've had... Um, there, there are three videos that I noticed that they did that. Both this one, uh, Know You Girls, and Love Illuminator. Know You Girls are so good. Did you see the video for Love Illuminator? I did not see the video for Love Illuminator. Okay, so I would please say tell us all about it. I would say that that is uh, verging on um, gratuitous, uh, but it is basically a beautiful topless, or, or it's a beautiful redhead just wearing basically a g-string and uh, tassels, <laughs> and oh, are they classy tassels? Do they have the sequins behind them? Yeah, yeah, I believe that no, they okay, do. Okay, good. They are... Well, there you go. Classy. Okay. So <laughs> I, I'm just, yeah, <laughs> I'm just, you know, like in the in the videos for like, for instance, previously discussed on this video, Hot for Teacher, which is, it, it's hard for me to describe the difference between the two, but I have the same feeling that it's like, yeah, that one's gratuitous, that one's not, but I'm, I can't quite put my finger on why. Um, and, and maybe part of it, like for this video, for Do You Want To, that there are, you know, four model-esque women in, you know, brawn panties, but they aren't like sexy brawn panties. They're like the, you know, flesh colored and just, just like the everyday ones, the everyday underwear. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and so maybe that's the distinction, but it seems like a very, you know, very fine distinction. (laughs) All right. So what are your thoughts on that, Jen? I didn't really have thoughts on that, Kurt. <laughs> I enjoyed it all. I didn't okay. see Love Illuminator, so I can't speak to that one. Um, I didn't get an uncomfortable feeling like I got uh, in our 1975 episode where we talked about one of theirs where the women were like humping the balloons. That was a little bit much. So I think like just wearing something is fine. I think it's when you make it a little like more sexual in the way that you're doing it, that it becomes gratuitous and strange um, and something that makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable. Okay. So yeah. like in Hot for Teacher where they were just, you know, in bikinis and whatnot, yeah. just strutting and on, like, the, on the tables. Yeah. And then, then we cut to them like in a beauty pageant. Like that's just weird, right? Like it's just a strange thing that they're doing. Okay. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. 
Okay. You know what video has none of that? <laughs> is, there are is a lot of video. videos that have none of that, but go on. <laughs> uh, is a video called Evil Eye. Did you see this video? I don't think I did. Oh, my was, Lanta. Was um, this another one that uh, you gave as a homework assignment that I failed on? I did give it to you as a homework assignment. I'll let this one slide. Um, Evil Eye is pretty much the worst horror film that's made on a $0 budget. Um, and it is hilarious. Like, it, they know that it's a, like they it's very clearly being shot as like a B-horror film, not in any sort of like in a very campy, terrible way. Um, there are some things in there that are just weird, like just straight weird. And I'm like, Oh no, that is like genuinely terrifying. I'm horrified by that. Um, but the other parts are just very campy horror. Um, and I think it's funny. I think they did a great job. They really nailed it. It's a hard thing to nail. And I was very, very impressed because I had never seen the video for this. So this reminds me of like a song that Tracy Morgan would sing on 30 Rock. It's so, <laughs> oh, some people get a freak out of me. And I'm like, where, where's Tracy Morgan? Is he here? I Should he sing this too? Should he be back up? He should be back up in his werewolf bar mitzvah costume. Yeah. hundred percent. That is what I picture. But the video is just as fun. Um, although there are bits where it is like, wow, that was a horror bit right there. That was fun. <laughs> maybe this is the b-side to uh werewolf maybe <laughs> maybe oh just maybe yeah this is uh this is a cool song i dig this uh i didn't see the video but i did listen to the to the the lyrics that just doesn't seem to be a lot of humor in the lyrics themselves but uh but yeah it's, that does have that spooky vibe to it and right I, I totally get why this is why you picked this song this is definitely seems like a gen song uh well it's also true that they asked you know what's the color of your next car red you bastard um, <laughs> and that is the color of your next car that will be the color of my next car thank you very much all right and yeah. that's going to be a a tesla is that right <laughs> Uh, why? Well, yes, it is. <laughs> That's outstanding. By the way, on this podcast. <laughs> I don't know how this is relevant to the podcast, but all right. Oh, oh, we do tangents. <laughs> oh, do we? <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, here's one right now. If <gasps> you uh, if you enjoy B horror movies or perhaps C horror movies, there was a. Uh, uh, I appeared in a as a very bit part in a horror movie that was just had its premiere earlier this week. It's called uh, The Last Kiss, which is a vampire Christmas movie. That's right. Which is just great because I only had one you know horror Christmas movie, and that was Anna and the Apocalypse, and that's a zombie Christmas music Christmas musical. Now I have a vampire Christmas movie. Oh, and there are, I believe that there are other horror Christmas movies. There's, oh, please tell me all about them. Uh, Jack Frost. 
which mm. there are two movies called Jack Frost. One of those is where uh, Michael Keaton is a, um, he turns into a snowman, but there's another one where a snowman comes to life and is an evil snowman. So if you're interested in seeing The Last Kiss, um, go look at, uh, uh, look online at the, Google The Last Kiss, and I believe that they have DVDs that are available if you want to see a bit part with Kurt and Sandra, my wife. Aww. Yeah. Hey, Kurt, you want to take a little break? Yes, I do. So my absolute favorite song by Franz Ferdinand is Walk Away. I love it for so many different reasons. Kurt, have you seen the video for this song? I have. Is the video one of those reasons that you love it so much? It is one of them that I didn't know until very recently that it makes me love it even more than I loved it previously. Um, and the reason why is, okay, so we start off uh, in color. There's like a thing happening. We go to a black and white movie. Um, they're, they're being chased in a car by like some evil dudes behind them. So it's Alex and a, and a woman who's dressed up in Stepford wife type regalia. Yeah. This um, seems like a, like a common plot point to like, like thirties and forties movies where a guy is driving down like a, a, a an abandoned you know, road or like a yeah. lonely road, a stretch of and road. And then, and then he's being chased. And yeah. so, so yes. And then when they get out of the car, and they're chasing and they're running and everything. We see them up against uh, like a brick store facade as they're running. And the shadows in the background are them playing their instruments. Yeah, that was a and very cool image. I was like, that is so fun and funny. I just loved it so much. But there is just so much imagery in the song that I also find funny. Um, and here is where I would like to play it from. I said I'm strong. Now I know that I'm a leader. I love the sound of you walking away, you walking away. And the scarab bleeds a blackened tear. Oh, and I am cold, yes, I'm cold, but not as cold as you are. I love the sound of you walking away, you walking away. Your mascara bleeds a blackened tear. And I'm cold. Yes, I'm cold, but not as cold as you are. And I'm like, oh, sick burn. Uh, I just love it. I, I just think it's, it's wonderful. It's a very cool song. And I do, I, I like the imagery and I like the, uh, the, the, you know, the phrasing of a lot of these things. But it's a pretty sad song, though. Yeah, it's a, but like the way that they do it is very... It doesn't feel like it's like an overtly emo sad song. Like it feels like a like I'm gonna make digs at you kind of a song. Like yeah. in a funny and clever way. Like no, the Kremlin's falling down as you walk away. The radio for is static as you walk away. I mean, like it's so good. It's just great. Just <laughs> it's so good that it's great. It's so great. <laughs> it's like the best. So. I actually was looking at this uh, on the on the songmeetings.com where there's a lot of discussions back in 2005 about what the song is about. A lot of people thought this was about 9-11. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. How is this about 
<laughs> I, you know what? I haven't dug that deep into it. But I, okay. All that's right. like that's the majority a, of the discussion. Take. That's a take. Yeah. That's a take. <sighs> there, there are some crazy discussions that go on uh, in in the in this particular website, and a lot of them are are dated. Um, but it's uh, you know. <laughs> 9-11 is one of the, maybe it was just the timing of when it came out that the people were just trying to tie a lot of different things to 9-11. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> well, getting off of that train, thank uh, you. there is a wonderful song called Glimpse of Love. And have you heard this one yet? Kurt? Oh, yes. And this is a fantastic video. I love this video. Oh. It's uh, lots of very cool imagery it's kind of nonsensical but lots of just humorous images and uh of them it's like they rented out a house and just did a lot of kind of crazy stuff i can imagine like yeah it's like a very 1970s house that they're in yeah couldn't you imagine like the monkeys doing a lot of these things 110 percent yeah yeah and i love it all right did you want to play a little bit of that I i didn't actually find the song very funny but uh, <gasps> how dare that. you not find it funny? I, I will tell you exactly where the funny is. Okay, thank you. You are welcome, sir. Let's start with off-duty beauty. It's funny because <laughs> the way that you have to say it, like the way that it sounds off the tongue, I it, I can't stop laughing every time I hear that line, off-duty beauty. And you're like, what is happening right now? I love it. You knew, you know, you know what it sounds like and it's delightful and it makes me smile. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I dig it. And again, the video is definitely, definitely worth checking out. One to watch. Yes. One to watch. So one thing that I have, this is totally my own problem, but I I get freaked out whenever bands add new members. So when I think of- Do you have a problem with change, Kurt? No. In fact, I, I enjoy change. However, there's something weird about seeing- you know, a picture, like a, a band picture of Franz Ferdinand and there being five people there. I'm like, no, no, there's four people in Franz Ferdinand. And and probably the most uh, jarring photo was when we were doing the Violent Femmes episode. Violent Femmes have four people in the band now. And to see like on when an Apple Music, when you open up the, the Violent Femmes page and there are four people there, I'm like, no, that's not right. <laughs> You so can't do that. It's you can't change the number of people. Is that what where the yeah. change problem is for you? Okay, all right. I, so I'm, it's I mean, it's not people. Like you can swap out the people for Kurt. That's not a problem. But it's adding members. Yeah, and like uh, like Foo Fighters, like you know they. I think that they started with four, but definitely five for a lot of it. And then now there are six and I think maybe seven people were like, were at the the Saturday night live when they just appeared recently. And 
and that one's a little more okay to me just because it's 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 more fluid but when you've got like the violent femmes which are a trio you cannot add people (laughs) and then another thing that i think is weird but a little more understandable is when you lose people for instance the the rolling stones Uh like when they were you know they've been a five piece forever you know, you've got Mick and Keith and Ron and Charlie and uh, I was Bill. Say, and the other two is what I usually do. But yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so so when uh, so when Bill Wyman, the bassist, left the band, and this was, I want to say in the 90s, but uh, I, I don't exactly know when. Um, so Daryl Jones took over playing bass, and he played bass not just on tour, but in the studio as well. But they didn't make him part of the band. They, they like all of the promo pictures for the, I think it was Steel Wheels tour was the four of them. That's like, come on, Daryl's in the band now. I, I don't know. I, I didn't like that either. Hmm. So anyway, that's once you set up your band as a X piece band, you got to keep that. That's actually, that's not even true. I don't, I, I, I just, I just have an issue when when people get added. I was going to say, there is a band that we very much enjoy here on this podcast. Um, They might be giants. um, And they might have a lot of people in the accompanying. Is that okay? Like in the accompaniment and have that changing? But like the main two can't ever change. There can never be a third giant. No. There can only be two. Well, right. I'm just saying, like, I want to see how, how... high off your head your scalp will go like how blown your head would be so i was very happy when uh, especially when not not the very first band that they had but i think it was the second incarnation of the band were a uh a drummer a bass player and a guitarist that were all named dan and it was they might be giants with a band of dans and that made me very happy because there, you know, there's a strata there, right? There's John and John, and you know the band of Dan's, and that was that was delightful. If they added a third John, nope, no, <laughs> no, thank you. Okay, all right. So anyway, it's my we own hangout. Write in and let them know because that's going to be important. Yeah, and if like for instance, uh, Talking Heads decided to expand their band to like the full, you know, Stop Making Sense band, that would be fine as well because yeah, you kind of you, you understand what the strata is. There's the four original members and then all of the additional members. So I, I I'm okay with that, but just I don't know, just adding a new member, just yeah, you know, some things should should remain constant. I guess I I mostly appreciate change. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if you do appreciate change based on this. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all that I'm saying. Okay. So there is a song that I don't think it was necessarily all that funny, but it made me laugh. And it is the song Michael. I love Michael. Yeah, it's a cool song. And so I... Uh, let me let me play a little bit of it, and then I will tell you it made made me laugh about it. Please do. This is where I'll be so heavenly, so come and dance with me, Michael. So sexy, I'm sexy, so come and dance with me, Michael. I'm all that you see, you wanna see, so come and dance with me, Michael. 
so when they start off and say, this is where I'll be so heavenly, come and dance with me, Michael. I think of the movie, Michael, and particularly that scene where John Travolta is dancing on the dance floor of this country Western bar to the song Chain of Fools. Do you know the scene that I'm talking about? I do not. Oh, it is a, a very funny scene. And the way that he dances is ridiculous and hilarious. Um, the movie's fine, but that scene is very memorable. Um, and Clearly <laughs> I, not for all of us. Well, if you haven't seen it, how would it be <laughs> memorable? <sighs> so it, it made me laugh to think of Franz Ferdinand singing about John Travolta's character from the movie, Michael. <laughs> so exciting. By the way, I, this made me think that uh, John Travolta has done a lot of dancing in a lot of movies. Yeah. Some of which to great comic effect. I and, don't think that that's always the intention, but yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, so in this scene, it was definitely for comic effect. Sure. Okay. Um, in Pulp Fiction, I believe that that was for comic effect as well. Was it? Was yeah. It? Okay. He was, you know, he was high on heroin. Mm-hmm. He was trying to, he was in this weird situation where he's trying to make his boss's wife happy. And so he got up and did this weird dance and they won, which was also funny. Yeah. Um. In Hairspray, did you see that? I did. That was funny. Yeah. Yeah. You don't sound like you're a Travolta fan. I'm not a huge Travolta fan. What are you going to do? Okay. Yeah. But in addition to, to those movies, he also did some a lot of different dancing in like Saturday Night Fever and Grease and Perfect and Urban Cowboy. So mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, I, I'm not a huge fan of him either, but give him his props. He's, you know... He's a skilled dancer. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. That's uh. By the way, that's as negative as Jen gets. <laughs> <laughs> she just gets real quiet and responds with very, very quick answers. <laughs> not a big fan. 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 Ah, uh, but you know what I am a big fan of? Uh, Franz Ferdinand. Also, Franz Ferdinand. Franz Ferdinand. <laughs> and also Blondie. Did you listen to any of the covers that Franz Ferdinand has done? I have not. <gasps> well, let me take okay. you down a little trip. Oh, can I guess which Blondie song that they covered? I mean, you can. We'll I, see if you're right. I would guess Call Me. You are 100% correct. All right. Are you impressed a little bit? I'm a little bit impressed, but okay, also good. it's like a big hit. All right, here we go. Isn't that just the perfect cover? That's all I'm saying. I, I mean, it really, it really does fit. And it's such a you, good you, fit. As soon as you said he did a, they did a Blondie cover. It, yeah, that was the one, and it, it is very good. I like yes. it. And if we're at the point where we're going to discuss our funniest songs, 
Are you oh. there? Um, I have a, a few quick notes, just a little. Oh, please. Actually, I think I just have one other note. Did you see the video for Ulysses? I I feel like I did, but I can't remember now because I watched a lot of Franz Ferdinand videos. A lot. Uh, so this is this is a video where um, you know he's I, there's a particular scene when he is talking on the payphone, and um, oh yes, okay, yes. In that particular scene, and the, his hair was you know longer a little bit than a lot of the other uh, videos that I saw. Yeah, he's gone through some hair changes. I yeah, like it. it's fun. So, so in this particular video. I thought to myself, he looks a lot like Dirk. I can see that. Yeah, okay. I can okay. See that. So, I, I I saw that and was like, wow, that you know, it, it especially with the glasses on. He doesn't wear glasses, and this, these were sunglasses. But it was like, oh my god, that looks like Dirk. I wonder <laughs> why that. That's why Dirk likes them. <laughs> it, maybe it's a subconscious reason that Dirk likes them. Okay. Yeah, maybe. I always thought he looked more like Nick from um, Walk the Moon, um, but I could definitely see Franz for it's. They've both got that jawline that's similar. Yeah. So it's a very pronounced jawline. So that's all I'm saying. Yes, this is this is the li- listener Dirk who suggested Franz Ferdinand and the husband of Jen. Uh, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> that is accurate. That is accurate. And I believe that that is the last of my notes, except for the funniest song. (gasps) It's time. So I'll go first, since uh, this is, um, you know, I... You clearly enjoy this band uh, more than I do. Although I'm, I am a big fan of the band, I'm just not finding a lot of humor in it. However, I mean, I disagree with you entirely there, but I'm glad that you like the band. <laughs> and so, the funniest song, I'm actually expanding the Franz Ferdinand uh, cinematic universe to include uh, FFS, which is the collaboration between Franz Ferdinand and Sparks. Which is one of the weirdest art bands of all time. Which I kind of want to get into because I really dig this song, um, which is called Dictator's Son. And I'm going to play a little bit of that. Born in a far off land, a nation of heat and sand, a father who ruled by force, a mother who said, of course, a nation of So it's a song that is written about this dictator's son who is, you know, he's got this, you know, uh, this iron-fisted dictator who's ruling this country. He leaves, he goes to L.A., and he's planning his triumphant return where he overthrows his father. And it's, it's a... It's a very cool song. I really enjoy it. It's and it's funny the way it uh, just takes this, um, you know, it takes the perspective of this uh, the dictator's son and what he's going through. I mean, it must be a hard life. <laughs> it's, yeah, well, it it probably is. Mm. <laughs> 
so he's and he's into all of these different western things uh, uh i'm into 60s soul nat king cole harris tweed bundesliga i'm into wings and dip girls who strip diesel flicks party mix hugo boss dental floss <laughs> <sighs> I do love it when it's like very like listicle. Like it's just like I'm I'm reading. Uh, they're like reading to me a Buzzfeed listicle. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. and let me just go through it because there is this long list. Uh, so, party cruise, Jordan shoes. I'm into Instagram bands who jam, coed knees, BLTs. <laughs> I just love it. I just love it. It's great. So. My pick for funniest song is another one of their covers, and it is for the juxtaposition of the band that is covering and the and what they are covering. I don't know if that made any sense in words. I, um, I do, and I and I often I really enjoy this, and I still can't quite put my finger on why I find it so funny when a band. Uh, I think covers... it's just the juxtaposition of like a pop song being covered by an indie punk rock, weird dance rock dance punk whatever band art rock um just words now i'm just saying words no i um <laughs> I, I i agree i i do really enjoy the juxtaposition maybe i'm just uh i'm afraid that that is so basic that uh I, I, do, I don't like to think that i'm that easily amused but i guess i am so here we go <laughs> i enjoy my gingerbread lattes um, so here's some basicness for this podcast. And the only time that you'll ever hear me ever say this other artist's name. Here we go. Superstar, where you from? How's it going? How do you? You got a clue what you do it. You can play brand new to all the other chicks I love. They know what you are. What you are, baby. Look at you. You're getting more than just a real baby. You. Got all the bubbles of the strings up, thinking like a good one, but they call them like a sea, and they know what you are, what you are, baby. Womanizer, woman, womanizer, you're a womanizer. And that is the only time that you will hear Jen bring up Britney Spears, is when it is Franz Ferdinand covering Womanizer. It is so good, and it makes me like that song, because I did not like it when Britney did it. I'm sorry. It's just, huh. I know, I know. And this is this might shock you, but I've got a hole in my awareness of uh, Britney Spears. I am not familiar with this song at all. I'm sorry, what, Kurt? This feels like the Spice Girls episode all over again. Hold on. You <laughs> love the Spice Girls. You don't care for Britney Spears. I don't. Why are you so upset that I don't know this particular Britney Spears song? Because she's just part of pop culture. She's part of, like, you should just know her. You should just know Jen, you have kids. I have kids. You know that there are pockets of time where we're not absorbing true. as much pop culture we're not as absor- others. Absorbing any pop culture, yeah. What? Uh, when did that song come out? Do you know? When did Womanizer come out? You know what? I don't know, but you know who does know? The internet. It is released in two thousand eight. So, oh, there you go. So yeah, so this a- was pre kids for me. So I knew. Of this song. And like, I was like, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Right. Like I never, like, I've never hated Britney Spears, but I've never been on that Britney train. Um, you know, but this is such a good version of it. Okay. <laughs> All that I'm saying. And it is so funny because those dudes don't look like dudes that would play Britney Spears, even on a CD. Like the, I don't even feel like they would put that CD in. 
So that is, it's, it just tickles my funny bone and I love it. Should, should we do an episode of just the funniest covers? Oh my God. Yes. Okay. So I'm let's surprised do that. it has taken us this long to get to that. So, right. So we talked about like the best covers, I think on a previous episode or like the most iconic covers, but let's, let's go this particular, especially focusing on just the covering a song that is outside of your genre and about how that plays. It's a great idea. I am going to stop you for just a second because next week is our holiday episode. (gasps) So maybe this can happen after our holiday episode. That sounds wonderful. So it's yes, the most wonderful time <laughs> of the year. Oh my gosh! Well, that sounds lovely, Jen. I'm looking forward to hitting up all, hearing about all of your favorite holiday songs. Get ready for some Christmas cheer. <laughs> that sounds outstanding. So, Jen, it is now time to rank the humor, not the overall ability, but the humor of Franz Ferdinand. Oh my God. Okay. So 11 for rocking, uh, but, for, <laughs> but for humor, seven. Wow. Your videos are out of this world funny and I yeah. appreciate it. Okay. Yeah. For, for also inter- they covered womanizer. Okay. For yeah. interesting and cool and, uh, v- you know, visually stimulating, their videos are like a 10 <laughs> for me. For, for, Funny though, taking in their account, their videos and their songs, they're like a two. Oh, ouch, Kurt! I am hurt and morally, mortally offended. I don't know if I'll be back for our Christmas episode. <laughs> are, are you sure you don't want to just do one more, one more oh. episode? Oh well, one more for Santa. <laughs> It's the most wonderful time of the year. So thank you for not leaving the podcast again. <laughs> I th- that's how we should sign off, which is like, thank you for not leaving the podcast, Jen. <laughs> should be our tag or tagline at the end. Oh, it seems to be a running gag that I had not planned to do. <sighs> but thank you for not leaving the podcast yet. <laughs> You're welcome. And until next time, this is Kurt. And this is Jen. And, and we, we just, just made, made a podcast. podcast. Okay. One. That's our show. It's time to go. Gosh, that hour really went by fast. Hope you had fun. This ep is now done. Kurt and Jen made a podcast. Perfect. Is it though? Oh, my voice hurts my